All right, everyone. Welcome to Car Files with David. And on today's episode, uh, your host, David Cowher, um, on the line with Jordan Gross. And what we're going to be talking about is getting to and living that cloud line cloud nine lifestyle sorry i tried to say those words at the same time <laughs> and, uh welcome jordan and if you'd just like to kind of introduce yourself talk a little bit about what you do and then we'll get started yes hey david uh so excited to be on car thoughts today and uh, i appreciate the kind intro and can't wait to talk more about cloud nine living with you and with all of your listeners so basically my own little cloud nine journey is uh, that I was always a guy who sort of was going through the motions. So I felt like I was groomed for a very particular path ever since I was a little kid, right? So, And that was nobody's fault because they, everybody in my life thought it was the path that I should be taking and should be going on, and it was a path that would lead to much success um, personally and professionally. So it was like high school, I was this scholar athlete, right? And I played soccer, and I... Uh, got really good grades. So then the next logical step was to go to college. And in college, it was all about, you know, school and finding the right internships, right? So it was, you know, do investment banking or consulting so you have a good job and you make a lot of money. Um, so I, I did that. And I listened to my peers and the people around me. And after that, I didn't, you know, I didn't really want to pursue those two fields. So it was, that's fine. You know, go ahead and why don't you get a master's degree? So I went and I got my master's degree in management studies. And while I was there, it was, you know, why don't you do something that's, you know, that you like, but still, you know, have this corporate position where you're making a lot of money and you're going to be successful. So I got into the restaurant industry, actually. But I had a very, I had a very uh, high up role at a very young age. I was part of the leadership team where I was 20, 23 years old. um, And some of the people I was managing were, you know, three times my age. So from the outside looking in, everything looked good. But from the inside looking out, I was this person who really had never decided on my own um, what I wanted to do and create with my life. So I like to say that my little aha moment was actually, you know, in listening and understanding and hearing all these people on personal growth and development podcasts and like list and reading books. Um, it always seemed like everybody had, you know, unfortunately, maybe a tragedy strike that allowed them to make a change and take control of their life or maybe there was this epiphany that they had but I say my epiphany was actually the realization that I didn't need an epiphany to make a change um so that's when I I kind of decided to leave that corporate life do a little bit of exploration and discovery for myself and that was the start of my own cloud nine journey so I wrote my first book last year I went around you know talking about it um going on podcasts doing interviews doing speeches I did a little bit of coaching, and now here I am trying to share uh, how I got into my Cloud9 journey, which is really based off of, you know, doing what what I'm curious about, what I'm passionate about, what I want to pursue, rather than what society and other people expect us to pursue. Um, So that's a little bit about me, why I'm here now, and then we'll we'll dive into more so what Cloud9 is like and what I'm doing to understand people's Cloud9 journeys. Um, and yeah, I'm just, you know, excited to keep talking. All right. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I think you really touched on a good point that, that a lot of people who read those types of motivational books or self-help books or the, you know, the, the books that everybody has read, it's like on yeah. YouTube or, yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. is they, they think, you know, cause you said there was something like each, each person had like this tragedy story or the story of how this yeah. came to them. And, right. and the thing is, is I think you're absolutely 100%. It, 
you don't have to have like some life changing event like oh you know yep. I had cancer and I beat it back and I know I wanted to do yeah. something important with my life. You can also have those moments where you're like, you know what, I just really don't enjoy what I'm in school for or what I'm doing yeah. in my profession. I just want to do something else. What is that? Yep. You just had to be curious and yeah. and that can be your epiphany is just realizing that this is not what I wanted. So maybe I need to it, try again. Exactly. Yeah. Why wait why wait, God forbid, for that time where something bad that wakes you up does happen, you know? Don't wait for that. Take understand that you have the opportunity to craft your own story now. So that's uh that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to look back and and tell a story that I could be excited to tell my my future children or, you know, anybody moving forward. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean and and yeah. you know, none of us know also how much time we have to uh mm-hmm. on this earth, you know. I know yeah. uh, I heard one story uh that was told to me and this lady said her aunt um, wanted to write a book for years. Yeah. Later. She wanted to write this book about the about the family and about yeah. her, her and her family growing up in this third world country and all of this. And she wrote the book and like I want to say like six months after it got published, she actually ended up passing away. Uh, oh my goodness! Like, yeah. You never, you never know. So you know, take that yeah. opportunity now and and absolutely try and live that life that makes sense yeah. to you, that makes you happy, that takes you to cloud nine. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Know, and uh, make it la- count. Yeah, last thing I'll mention here, um, but I live my life fearing the what if so much more than I actually fear the what, right? So what I mean by that is it scares me so much more to think about what I could pass up on and the opportunities that I don't pursue than it actually scares me to put my name out there, put my face out there, um, put my ideas out there and go ahead and try to do something that I, I think about, right? Um so that's, you know, my I, I like to say I lead my life as an experiment. You know, I'm a, I'm the human lab rat who is trying different things all the time, following my curiosities and uh, using a deep amount of self-reflection in order to understand which curiosity is going to lead to a passion and then which passion is going to ultimately lead to my overall purpose, which I think I've really found. So we're at a pretty good time in, in my life for this conversation for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's so important, you know, and so many things in life, you know, we don't know if we're going to like something until we try it. Yeah. It seems like a lot of people in every aspect of our life, they're all for trying things. And yep. then you get to, like, your career and you're going to college and you're like, um, I need to do this. Like you were saying about, uh, this will be a good money-making job, a good career path, but, you know, we don't we don't sit there and, like, experiment as much. I mean, some people do, but a lot of people yep. just go into it and they're like, okay, this is what I'm going to do until I – retire and that's it and then you know they don't they didn't really try anything else or see what else was a good fit for them that might be different like for instance writing a book or speaking or yeah podcast or, you know any of yep. number of things that you could do that are outside of the normal mold exactly exactly and today actually i listened to elizabeth gilbert who is the author of eat pray love and she was talking about how um actually she doesn't tell people to pursue their passions anymore because she was somebody who was kind of like you got to pursue your passion I pursued mine and here I am you know all I thought about was writing I wrote this book and now look what happened but she actually said that now she doesn't tell people to pursue their passions because there's so much fear around like discovering that passion right so the advice is not pursue your passion because the immediate first question is how do I find out what the heck my passion is right so what Elizabeth Gilbert says, and what I totally agree with, and what I am 
trying to, to work with people with in their journeys to cloud nine is not so much to pursue a passion because you might not have one yet, but rather to explore your curiosities, things, things that just, you know, slightly turn your head, things that you perk up about when you read about them in the news or hear them on TV. Explore those. Take a deep dive in. Try something in that world. And then understand and interpret for yourself whether or not that's actually a passion of yours. And you can only learn that through experimentation and going ahead and, and immersing yourself in different experiences. Yeah, I mean, and and that's that's brilliant. I totally agree with that as well because, I mean, mm-hmm. I know in my own life if I wouldn't have been just a naturally curious person that would just sit yeah. and study strange things, I would have never – landed in a lot of the stuff that I did yep. and, and had the experiences I had because, you know, I was like, oh, you know, and people ask me, they're like, why are you studying this or why are you reading about this? Yeah. I literally studied about the origin of windshield wiper blades. I was like, oh, I'm curious about yeah. how they came to be, you know, and yeah. that's the kind of curiosity you really have to have is you have to get into that where you're just like anything, like, oh, well, this site kind of looks cool, well, you know, I'll take some time and learn about this, and the next thing you know, you're, you're finding something that might not be pertinent to what you want to do, but it might be good knowledge down the road yeah. for another skill or it might help trigger you discovering another skill because you mm-hmm. studied about that. And then you're like, well, this is kind of related. And fun. Yeah, you're so right. You said it better than I ever do. You know, I always talk about the transferable skills, right? And when I when I talk to people about, you know, helping them explore and discover their purpose, I always tell them to do things that they would never expect to do or even to do things that they hate. Right. But then to really understand what it was during those experiences that are so seemingly negative, um, that light them up. Right. What are the skills that they enjoyed? What did they realize that they got out of it um, so that they can transfer it over to something else later in life? So you're totally, you know, hit the nail on the head there. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, absolutely. So so when you started um, coming up with the idea for this, what was like? What was the lead up a little bit to uh, yeah. how you ended up coming up with this book and, and this design? Yeah. So this is a, a pretty beautiful story. I, Whereas, you know, my decision to leave corporate and, and pursue the life of my dreams doesn't really have this kind of epiphany amazing story, uh, the Cloud9 journey really does have this amazing story. So it was a perfect combination of factors, and this was – November 2018, right? So November 2018, um, it had been like a weirdly introspective weekend. Uh, a friend or an acquaintance of mine had just passed away. Um, we, it was kind of a somber weekend. I had also just finished reading Mitch Albom's The Next Person You Meet in Heaven, uh, which again is like a very, you know, deep spiritual book. And, uh, on Sunday of, the weekend, whatever weekend it was in November, I went over to my buddy's house in New York City, um, traveled down there, and then throughout the day, we just kind of had deep talks because our our friend had just passed away, and we talked about life, we talked about death, we talked about love, you know, we talked about some normal guy stuff, you know, we slow roasted a a pork shoulder, had a good time, watched some football, Um, but then, you know, I'm normally a pretty chatty guy, especially, you know, with – with like people who don't normally get the opportunity to chat that much. So I'm talking like Uber drivers, cashiers, bank tellers. I try to really strike up conversation and uh, switch up their, their norm. So I was in an Uber on the way home and I said to the driver, uh, as we passed this boat on the East river, I said to him, 
oh, the book's called Cloud Nine. Like, what what does Cloud Nine mean to you? Right? And I could not have been more pleasantly surprised by his answer. He spoke about the day he got married. He spoke about the day he had his children. He spoke about the day he left his country to come to America. He spoke about his relationship with his parents. He spoke about his ability to have great conversations like this at his job. He he really just touched on so many different life experiences that allowed him to feel like he was on cloud nine. And then I, I kid you not, Dave, it was like, like I was in a constant state of flow after that for the next five weeks. I outlined a fictional story of a guy who is living life one way, but he also had the opportunity to live his cloud nine life. So what I do in this fictional journey to cloud nine book is I juxtapose what a, you know, this guy's normal life led to versus what his cloud nine life could have led to basically with the normal life being, uh, you know, my own journey where I've realized that a normal life is, you know, based off of societal expectations and other people, whereas the cloud nine life is all based on intuition and, and heart. So I did that. And then, um, you know, that was the, that was the real origin story of the cloud nine. And then it's so funny because you called me on a great day. I passed that boat almost every day on a run down the East River here in New York City. And today, outside of the boat, I realized that there were some flyers if you wanted to rent the boat. So I took a flyer. I called the charter company called Cloud9 Charters. And I had a conversation with the woman about, you know, pretty much nothing, but basically just telling her the story about how influential that boat is to me. So, uh, yeah, it's... it's uh, Pretty cool. That that is really cool. Yeah, I mean, and it's amazing yeah. how you know inspiration can strike from places you don't expect. I mean, and, and honestly, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like you when it comes to conversation. Probably some of the coolest conversations, and this is for even anybody listening, that I've ever had with people have been like Uber drivers. They are just yeah. interesting. Like their life stories are just so amazing to hear. They really inspire you. Like, I mean, just everyone I've ever talked to, it's been like really cool experience. And I'm like, you know, I get out of the car and I'm like, gosh, I'm here already. I want, can we ride around the block one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Because you know, they they live according to their curiosity. According, they don't live, you know, based off of one thing, right? They have a story of of you know tremendous. Uh, Sometimes adversity, sometimes, you know, just different experiences and you get to hear all about um, somebody's life and, and you really, you know, dive into that story. And it's like, yeah, I don't want this Uber to end. Like, can we go somewhere else? Um, but you're absolutely right. It, and it's, you know, for me, it's changing their narrative. Right. So how can I make this person feel different um, each and every day? So it's not only the Uber driver, but like, you know, say the line at Chipotle. Right. Like everybody gets up to the line at Chipotle and it's. I'll have a burrito, I'll have chicken, I'll have steak, I'll have beans, I'll have corn, no guac, thanks, have a good day, right? But for me, it's more so like, hey, how you doing today? Like, any interesting customers, you know, any good any good meals, anybody get the quesarito? So for me, conversation and relationships is all about changing that normal narrative, not taking somebody out of sometimes that robotic lifestyle and allowing them to feel more like a human. Yes. Yeah, absolutely, because any of those jobs can definitely be repetitive and robotic very yeah. easily. Um, yeah. You're just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, and, I, I mean, I, I obviously I've not read the book yet, uh, though yeah. I'm, I'm very interested. I've got, to, I've got to get a copy for sure. 
Oh, well, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. It'll oh, be out oh, for a while. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. I love the idea of it being as a uh, fictional, you know, uh, yes. a, a narrative. Um, I think that's really cool. I think a lot of, um, you know, of all the books I've read, you know, in this type of a vein of a book, um, this will be the only the second one I've found that's actually fictional. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what's the first? Telling the story. Uh, the first is a book. It's called uh, The Man, the Moon, and the Casket. And it oh, wow. It's about, uh, cool. Yeah, it, it's a really interesting story. It's about, um, gosh, what a, a guy who he's, like, just not happy, and he ends up meeting yeah. this older woman who's kind of, like, lived her life, and she's, you know, kind of content and everything, and she kind of helps him. Um, you know, find contentment and happiness uh, in his. In oh his wow! So that kind of, sounds kind of a neat story. Yeah, it sounds right up my alley. Can you please send that to me uh, when you get a chance? Oh, sure. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely. Yeah, send that to you afterwards, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, and so um, and the reason. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. And and just to dive in for the reason why I wanted to do it this way, um, I think it's twofold. One is out of, you know, like my personal experience the last year and a half, everything I've done is self-help or personal growth and development, uh, listening to podcasts every day, reading books every single day. And a lot of the information, which is all great information, but I just feel like it's being presented in like just slightly different ways, um, whether it's a different acronym, whether it's somebody saying it in a different way, using a different example. I just feel like I'm in this self-help and personal growth and development world, like I was just hearing a lot of the same things and I personally wasn't feeling like I was learning anything new. So I wanted to present something in a new way for people, even though maybe they wouldn't learn new things. It's definitely a way for them to interpret it in a different way. And then that leads me to the second reason why I wanted to do it. I feel like the stigma associated with the self-help world is that the creator of what they're trying to get you to do is is often seen as like demanding like this is how you have to live your life like this is going to lead you like x is going to lead you to y kind of life right for me i thought it would be more inviting to create a story that shows you like here is what could happen if you live your life one way as opposed to another and i want the reader to interpret for her or himself uh how they should use the story in order to implement into the, in their day to day life. So that's really the big, you know, reason why I wanted to get outside the world of traditional self help writing and really use like an allegory in order to present these uh, life principles that I've discovered from talking to people about their cloud nine experiences. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's really brilliant because I mean, you really nailed it. A lot of the books are very similar um, mm-hmm. in in the uh, and then, of course, like you said about people saying, okay, if you follow these steps, you'll be successful. You know, just, just yeah. ECD leads to E. Um, but giving people a different type of way to approach it because everybody learns differently. I mean, there's people that are more visual. There are people that are yeah. more audio. People that are more, uh, they read it and they remember it or they have to see it, uh, you know. And, and so giving people different ways to interpret the data, um, you know, opens up avenues to help people that, might not have been reachable from reading, yes. say, like Gary V or Rock Thomas yeah. or one of these guys' books, but they don't, yep. it doesn't compute, but they read like your book and they're like, wait, it makes sense, it clicks, yeah. the light bulb goes off and, you know, it works for them. So, 
Yeah. Because um, yeah, I come from a vein, you know, I, I had never read a self-help book before mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. years ago. Um, I yeah, me neither. And, and so for me, you know, a story presented in a fiction uh, setting makes more sense to me because that's the kind of books I grew up reading. I spent my entire life reading. Yeah. So I can mm-hmm. more easily pick apart the meaning and the moral story behind that than I could necessarily, uh, you know, because I've got less experience with a, a standard, like, right. fictional self-help book. There. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. So it's not out yet. Yeah. Okay, well, so that's good, because I was like, yeah. I, think, I think he's got a book. Let me see if I can find it. I, can find <laughs> it. I was like, okay, I'll, I, I'm going to have to ask him about where that is. So yeah, yeah. I'll definitely I'll pick it up, though, because I'm very interested in reading it. Yeah, sure, of course. I'm not knowing what I know. But, yeah, uh, I but, appreciate yeah. that. And and it's going to probably won't be out for another like six to nine months. I don't have an exact publication date yet. Um, but I want to get the conversation started now. So that's why, you yeah. know, I'm trying to appeal to more uh, like a di- very diverse audience. Right. So I do want the people who, you know, love the self-help world. But that's why I've got a website where I'm talking and interviewing people um you know, pretty much on a daily basis, just asking them questions about their cloud nine, how they create a cloud nine day, how they create a cloud nine week, month, life. And then I'm also sharing these 90 second videos of people explaining their cloud nine moment, which is basically like the happiest they've ever been. Um, so it's honestly just a great way for people to check out what, what a cloud nine life entails and have that daily dose of happiness each and every day. And then for the other side, the other uh, audience who don't necessarily want that, here's what to do kind of information, then the the fiction side of the book will be out, you know, when it comes out. So you're attacking it on both fronts there. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, exactly. So it's like the nonfiction traditional approach of like going on podcasts and coming out with content every day with the fiction final product. So... I don't know. I haven't really seen too many people do this before, and I think that's right up my alley. I'm always trying to think a little bit differently than everybody else and, and then also get people to think differently than everybody else. So uh, I, think I'm, I think I'm on a, a good track right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and it perfectly exemplifies what you're, what you're teaching, too, because mm-hmm. you're going out there and trying something that's not really been done before, you know, not mm-hmm. in that a- avenue as, as far as, you know, doing fiction and then all of the – pre-promotion which has been done but you're going to mediums that are new you know they're they're uh you know you're not going to traditional print media like newspaper right. or whatever you're yeah the podcast you're getting the word out there you know out yep. people and podcast is one of the fastest growing um forms of uh audio uh entertainment yeah. um mm-hmm. you know out there right now so so yeah i mean you're definitely you know in my opinion, breaking new ground and doing stuff that's different and, and piquing the curiosity of people that yeah. are obviously curious because I feel like people who listen to podcasts in a lot of ways are people who are, are curious to find out new yeah. things. There's podcasts on literally every subject. I know I've, yeah. I did a lot of research while I started my show. Every, if yeah. you could think of a subject, there's probably a podcast for it. So. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I do. Thank you. You're welcome, but uh, yeah. So um, you know, definitely looking forward to the book, like I said. And and as far as you know, everything that you're doing, what's the best ways to to find out more about Cloud Nine, what you're doing, uh, to get plugged into what you're doing, and and to uh, learn more about um, you know speaking engagements, things like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, so very simple. Journey to cloud9.com. All spelled out. Journey to cloud com. And on there you can find anything and everything you need to know about uh the Cloud9 moments, the Cloud9 living, about myself, about where I've talked about this, you know, my own Cloud9 journey, these podcasts that I'm going on. So I'm I don't know if you mentioned this before, but you know, I'm doing ninety podcasts in ninety days to really spread the word. Um, so yeah, and also on there is just, you know, uh, being a part of the email list where you just receive two videos a week of 90 seconds, um, about somebody's cloud nine moment. So it's not another newsletter, but, uh, that's all you'll, that's what you'll receive. And, you know, journey to cloud com is where everything will be. So I'll keep it super simple. Awesome. Okay. Well, we'll definitely yeah. have that, that link in the show notes and everything. And I'll have you sign up for the not newsletter. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, for sure. Well, uh, thank you, man, so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate having a chat with you and getting to, getting to know you over this chat and uh, learning more about what you're doing. It's it's super cool. I, I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> thank so, you. Thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. Know. you. I appreciate your time, and uh, I love everything you're doing as well, you know, just being a constant learner, being constantly curious. Um, the word that comes to my mind is something I recently learned that I was, which is a multi-potentialite. Have you heard of that before? I have not. Oh, I'll send you the TED Talk because I think you fit the bill. And uh, it's just somebody who basically has a lot of interests and is not afraid to pursue a lot of different interests. So, you know, I uh, I love talking to people like that. And, yeah, thank you again. I, I love this conversation. Oh, you're most welcome. Thank you. We all know how hard it is to grow, right? Especially if we are in the first month or years of our journey of our business startup or we're coaching or we're writing and we want to spread the word about us. We all know that it is pretty difficult to get the word out there. But that's exactly where I come in. I want to host an ad about your business into my podcast, Impact by Choice. So look me up on LinkedIn, Andrada Anite, or reach out to David and he will help you get to me. I would love to work with you further on and I would love to help you boost the visibility of your brand.